0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Motivation, the Moment in the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins here in Houston, Texas. Today is Wednesday, June ninth, 2016. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We are here every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 Minutes of Power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top thank you guys so much for sharing with everyone for inviting your friends families coworkers and associates the call grows more and more every single day and we appreciate it greatly uh, we ask that throughout the call you post your notes on social media using the hashtag when dreams collide so we can see it share it with everybody so we continue to spread a positive message also all of the calls are recorded and archived on our website, which is www.windreamscollide.com. That's windreamscollide.com. You can see them uh, at the bottom of the page there. All the calls we've done since we launched in August of 2000, uh, of, in 2015. And so you go there, you can check it out, listen, get caught up in case you missed uh, a morning call or need a pick me up. So go there, visit, share it with everyone you know. And while you're on the website, head on over to Straight Talk Woman Talk. Straight Talk Woman Talk is for, uh, for all of the women out there who are looking uh, to take their spiritual, personal, mental, and emotional development to a new level. It's a kingdom principle-based platform that's grounded in authenticity and truth. With no judgment, Uh, we have calls we do every Monday night at 8 o'clock p.m., and then we also have live events that take place as well. Our next one coming up is July 24th in Atlanta, Georgia, the Straight Talk Woman Talk in part session. And then August the 13th, uh, we'll be in Houston, Texas. You want to mark those dates and be in the place. They're going to be absolutely amazing, ladies. You want to get connected, straighttalkwomantalk.com. For those of you who are out there working hard, to provide for your family, you want to head on over to builditforyourlastname.com. That's builditforyourlastname.com. My husband and I strongly believe that inheritance is what you leave for someone, but a legacy is what you leave in them. And it's time to stop hustling for your first name and begin building something of significance for your last name, regardless of what company you're in, what industry you're in. Every single day that you are doing the work, producing results, we highly encourage and recommend that the goal is to build something of significance for your last name. So head on over to builditforyourlastname.com, click on the gear, and you'll see the apparel that we have there. We have more uh, designs coming up in the near future. Excited to share those with you guys. So get your T-shirt, get your hat, and get out there in the marketplace and represent for your last name. All right, folks, let's go ahead and get this call started on this morning. If you guys are driving be safe, put in your earpiece, if you're stationary, get out your pen and your paper. Uh, again, post your notes on social media, tag us in it, use the hashtag when so we can see it. Honey, why don't you come onto the line and say good morning to our VIP.
1: Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning family. Good morning VIPs. Come on y'all. Vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Yes. Did you hear me this morning? I said I am excited about your future. That's why I want to talk to you from a thought this morning. Make up your mind. Make up your mind. See, everything is, is, is in the mind. It starts and ends in the mind. So many people need a, a checkup from the neck up. You need a checkup from the neck up because uh, 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 doubt, doubt creates mountains. Faith moves them. Doubt creates mountains, but faith moves them. It's all. In your mind, you gotta make up your mind. You gotta make up your mind that you're gonna have a good day. Yeah, that's in your mind. And, but there's no such thing as, I, I, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. If you woke up, you must make up your mind that I am on the right side of life. There's some people that would trade places with us in spite of the circumstance, in spite of the situation, in spite of what we feel we are going through. There are people right now that will be willing to trade places with you because they didn't wake up this morning. They didn't get up this morning. There's some people right now that are stuck in a hospital bed that can't move. And here you are with the activities of your limbs, the full functionality of your mind, and you are letting something so small become something so big. You must make up your mind. See, it's not the things that happen to us that are that really matter. It's how you interpret them. How do you look at them? Now, I'm not saying you're not human and you won't have a bad moment. I had a bad moment yesterday when I missed the flight. I was I was at the airport. Scheduled to be in Atlanta, Georgia. Flight's supposed to take off at 12 o'clock. I had get to the airport at 10:30. I'm at the airport. I check in. Get my bag checked in. Get my boarding pass. I proceed to make my way upstairs to. My gate and I'm on the phone handling business, talking with person after person, wanting to maximize every single moment because I, I've made up my mind. At about 1145, 1150, I noticed I didn't have a official boarding pass. I had a temporary boarding pass because I had no category, no did I have have a, have a, uh, have a, have a uh, boarding group. I make my way over to the front counter. Front counter tells me, uh, here, here's your official boarding pass. I get my official boarding pass. I'm still on the phone. I noticed they had started boarding. They were boarding group A and group B, and I noticed I hadn't eaten. and I had been so busy, so focused on doing business and, and doing what we we're called to do that I forgot to eat. Have, have, are you so engulfed with your assignment that you forget your agenda? I was so engulfed with my assignment. But I forgot my agenda. And I said, okay, I need to run in here, get something to eat, because this is a two-hour flight. So I literally walked fifteen steps. Fifteen steps down the hallway uh, to get a muffin. Decide, okay, let me pay for this muffin. Four dollars cash, pay for the muffin, walk back to the gate to check in, and the man says, Oh, you need to see, you need to see the lady at the counter. I walked to the lady at the counter. The lady at the counter says, oh, uh, the flight is, the, the gate is now closed. I said, uh, I don't understand why the gate is now closed. Uh, it's, it's, the plane is still on the gate. The man is still at the gate. Uh, I, I, just, I just don't understand why, why are you trying to do this to me? And, uh, she says, sir, there's nothing, there's nothing we could do, uh, at all. The, 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 gate is closed. The gate is full. Uh, you, you just gonna have to, to do something else. Um, now, I took everything in me, <laughs> took everything in me not to have a mental scotoma, not to have an attack, not to cut somebody out, not to, not to oh, not to throw the muffin at them. I said, okay, um, I don't understand why this is. You, you just gave me my boarding pass no more than seven to eight minutes ago. You knew I was here. You knew I wasn't gone, but you decided to give my seat to somebody else because now the flight is full. And, uh with an unwavering eye and with a scholastic look, uh, with a cavalier tone. She says, uh, we can rebook you to another flight. I said, no problem. Uh, apparently, you have given my seat up, and I can say to do, uh, to convince you to open up these doors because there's no seat. There's no room anymore on the plane. I, I had to make up my mind, and, and I said, okay, I'm not going to let this ruin my day. She says, uh, H- here's the next flight. It's, it's 3.43. I said, okay, it's, it's going to land at 3.43 in, in Atlanta. My meaning at 7. No problem. I'll, I'll be there in time. She said, no, sir. Uh, it leaves Houston at 3.43. It lands in New Orleans at 5 o'clock. It gets to Atlanta at 9.50 p.m. I said, no, 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 no. You don't understand. I've got an engagement. I've got an appointment at 7 o'clock in Atlanta, I've got to be there. There are people that are expecting me to be there. I have to be there. So I had to make up my mind on what I was going to do next. She says, well, sir, there's nothing to do. I said, okay. All right. Cussing you out is not going to get me on a plane. Uh, Throwing this muffin at y'all is not going to get me on the plane. Uh, Flipping over this counter will definitely not get me on the plane. Crying won't get me on the plane. Begging. Won't get me on the plane. Getting angry won't get me on the plane. So I had to make up my mind. And I said, okay, uh, Jared, calm down. Gather your pearls. Um, what can you do? And uh, I asked a question. See, questions are the doorways to answers. I asked the question. I said, uh, wh- what where, where are the other airlines? Are there any other airlines here? She said, yeah, there's JetBlue and there's Delta. And Delta is hugged out of Atlanta, so they go there pretty frequently every single day. I walk 15 steps in the opposite direction uh, to get to Delta. Delta says, uh, yeah, we, we've got a flight. It's leaving right now. Uh, I said, beautiful. They said, uh, but it's full. <laughs> I had to make up my mind. <laughs> they said it's full. I said, okay, when's your next flight? They said, we've got another flight at 250, uh, but I've got to check if there's availability. I said, no problem, I'll wait. She says, yeah, but you're going to have to wait to the side give me 15 minutes. I'll wait for 15 minutes. She says yes, okay. I, I just looked at the flight, and uh, there is one seat available. I said, look at that. See, there, I knew there's there's a ramp in the bush. She said, yeah, that one seat, uh, it happens to be first class. I said, oh, no problem. I needed to fly first class anyway. And uh, she says, uh, yeah, but but uh, one thing, are you ready for this? I said, yeah, I'm ready. She says, it's $1,100 one way. I said, uh, your price is way too high. You need to cut it. And and." uh <laughs> It it was eleven hundred dollars. I said, Okay, this is this is not God's will that I probably pay this eleven hundred, but I've got an appointment to make and I, I had to make up my mind and I said, Okay, I I'm willing to pay the eleven hundred because it was after all, it was my fault. After all, it was my muffin. After all, it was my fifteen steps. After all, I should have stayed put. And uh I said, Let me make a call and let the folks know, let the leaders know what's going on, and, and uh, let the let, let, let business partners know what's going on at the airport. I make a phone call. They said, hold on, before you book that flight, let me, let me check online for you. And, uh, they look online and, and notice there, there's, there's actually more seats on that plane that the, the stewardess or, or uh, attendant couldn't see. They said, oh, there's a flight for $420. I said, oh. There's a flight for 420 and they gave me the flight number. It was the same flight that I was looking to pay 1100 And I said, okay, no problem. Here's the card. Put it on my card. After all, it was my muffin. Ah, oh, shucks. After all, it was my 15 steps. After all, it, it, was, it was my fault. Go ahead. I'll pay for another flight just to honor my word. You've got to make up Get your mind. In. I, I paid for the flight. Unbeknownst to me, the flight is at 250 I said, okay, let me grab something to eat. It's only 1 o'clock. I grabbed something to eat, and at about 2.20, I get an email. Uh The flight has been postponed at uh, 3.40. I said, okay, I need to be in at Atlanta by 7. The original flight was going to get me there at 3, but because it was my muffin, it was my fault, it was my 15 steps. Now, I booked another ticket to be there. This flight's supposed to be there at 5.47. It still gets me there on time. I got a rush. Now, what time does the 3.40 flight get there? They said, oh, the 3.40 flight, it gets there, hear me, at 6.47. I said, okay, I just have to, you know, work out some things with my business partners in Atlanta, but I'll still make it. And and, and then I get another email. Oh, shucks. At 3.10, the flight is now at 4.30. I said, okay. Well, what time will it get me in? It gets me in at 8 p.m. All right, the meeting I'm doing is at 7, Starts at 7.30, it can go to 9.30, 10 o'clock. Okay, if I get there at 8, I can rush from the airport, 8.45, I'll be there right at 9, show face, give all I can, and still honor my word. I have to make up my mind, and uh, then they said, oh, sir, by the way, uh, that flight, we have just been alerted. Uh, the plane, the aircraft itself, Kimmy, has not even left Atlanta. Oh, shucks. Uh, the, uh, the next flight that's available is going to be at 6.15 p.m., and it's going to get you to Atlanta at 10. Now, I'm perplexed. I'm unnerved uh, the unmitigated gall of God to have it rain when I'm trying to get to Atlanta. And uh, and, and then I get a phone call. A business partner of mine calls me. She says, uh, uh, I, I know you want to be in Atlanta. You sound like you're frustrated. You sound like you're down. I, I know you were coming To Atlanta today, but God told me to tell you, you weren't supposed to be in Atlanta. Because we surveyed the market. We surveyed the situation. We knew, uh, it's not right for you to be here today. There's, there's things going on. There's such a, a, there's such an uproar right now going on in that market that, that you're not supposed to be here. You wouldn't even, it wouldn't maximize your time. So why don't we do something a couple weeks from now? Hear me, together. And it will be triple the amount of people. It will be triple the amount of production. It'll be triple the amount of impact. And, uh, I said, you sure this, this has never happened to me in 12 years. I've, I've never missed an appointment that I've, I was, I was scheduled to be on in 12 years. I've never missed. I've never missed a flight, especially if I'm on the flyer. I, I've never missed a flight if I was on the flyer. In 12 years, I've traveled around the country. I've traveled around the world. I've I've never missed a flight for a month. I've, I've never missed a flight for tardiness. I've, I've never missed a flight. And, and she says, you're just not supposed to, to be here. I said, no problem. I left the airport with a made-up mind. That it's not my fault, but it's still in his will. You must make up your mind.
0: You got to make up your mind, ladies and gentlemen. James 1, verses 6 through 8 says, But let him ask in faith without no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. But let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. At some point in time, you've got to make a decision. Either you're going to do what you need to do or not. Either, Because either, if you're not going to do what you need to do, then you definitely need to stop complaining about it to yourself, to other people. Um, you know, yes, the issue is there. Yeah, it may, no, it wasn't your fault. But, yes, it is going to be your problem based on your perspective of it. So you got to decide today how you're going to handle it and what you're going to do about it. Are you going to be professional or unprofessional? Or are you going to do it right or just do it wrong? Are you going to get your things together or are you just going to be very lax and, and lazy in your words and in your work? What, do you, what are you, you going to do? you got to make up your mind about it because how you do anything is how you do everything. That's what T. Harv Eker said. And it's so important for us to just have a clear vision on the path that we're going and, you know, the the people that we're going with and all of those components that make it important, period. What distractions are coming up? I believe my husband was distracted by the muffin. I really do (laughs) because he does that all the time. (laughs) Listen. When the gate is boarding, that is not the time to leave the gate. You've been sitting there two hours. Why are you just not going to get a muffin? <laughs> so his nickname has been the muffin man in the house, y'all. <laughs> what are you doing? No, when it's time to board the flight for your dreams, your goals, when it's time to launch that business, when it's time to execute the plan, that is not the time to go and do something else. If you do, then other things begin to happen, and I'm proud of him for accepting full responsibility and me not having to come and bail him out because of how he treated the people at the counter. That was so wonderful of him. I'm so proud (laughs) because I know he was frustrated, and it's frustrating for for anybody to you you have a plan, you know, and, and you ready, you're executing, you're you're on your way there, it's almost complete, and then something comes up. And it changes. His luggage is in Atlanta, but he's here. You know, we had to go pick him back up from the airport. He literally spent the entire day in the airport. And there's obviously a story out of that, and a lesson out of that as well. You know, when we experience these uncomfortable situations, he and I just kick back and we like, "We got more content. <laughs> we got more content." Because you know, this call isn't scripted. We speak from our heart. So. You speak from what you've experienced and what you, what you've gone through and what you've been through. And so we've all had that, those seasons where we vacillated on making a certain decision. And sometimes you can vacillate so much, go back and forth, back and forth. Should I, shouldn't I, maybe, I don't know, I'm still on, I don't know, to where you get absolutely nothing done. Nothing gets done because you're not making a decision. Whatever that decision is, not making a decision is still a decision. You've made a decision not to make one. You've made a decision to vacillate. You've made a decision not to choose yet. It's still a decision, and there's still uh, after effects of that decision. you got to make up your mind. What is it that you're going to do? Are you going to complain or are you going to confront? Because you don't complain about what you refuse to confront. What's the point of venting and, and filling up the minds of the people around you with your issues and your struggles and your challenges if you have no plan on confronting them and changing them? If you, if, if you won't complain about it, be prepared to change it because I'm pretty sure the people that you're complaining about it to are going to advise you or recommend what you should do. And you don't want to waste anybody's time like that. Don't be that person that when people see you coming, they want to go the other way because all they think you're getting ready to do is argue, fuss, and complain, and they don't want to talk to you because nothing's going to come out of it. If you're not sure what to do, the Bible says if you lack wisdom, then you ask God for it because he gives it all liberally, without reproach. Whatever it is that you that if, it's, if you don't know, ask him. That's James 1 and 5. Just ask him. Say, Lord, I don't know what to do. And then be still and listen to him until he he responds to you. He'll he'll let you know. He'll communicate to you. You, you you'll get what you need right when you need it because he's a he's an all time guy. Yes, he is. So as you go through the process and the journey, ladies and gentlemen, you just gotta have that plan before you, so that when life happens because it always will and things come up to get you off focus, um, to distract you, to learn, delay you or deter you, you can handle it properly. I never complain when things happen at an airport, if a flight's delayed or something, a gate change, whatever it is, because you flying in the air is truly an act of faith. Literally anything can happen. You put in your, your, hands, uh, your life in the hands of this pilot. You know, you got to pray over the plane and all that. Anything can happen. So if there's a delay in your plane, then be grateful for it because God is the air traffic controller. You see, the air traffic controller at the airport has the visibility of all the planes in the air, so it knows who's taking off, who's landing, it knows who's on the ground, it knows all of those things. So if it says this plane needs to be delayed, there's a reason for it. Maybe there's another plane coming in that has to come in quicker because it has a connecting flight, and if your plane lands at the same comes in at the same time as that plane, you may crash. And so so when you're on the ground and you're in the terminal, you don't know all of this that's going on. So when they're telling you your plane's delayed, you get upset, you get angry, you get mad. No, rejoice because you just missed something that could have possibly harmed you. I don't want the pilot or the people at the airport ignoring the small things because it's the small foxes that spoil the vibe. I don't want them ignoring those small little bitty things because it's those small things that can create a big difference in the path and the journey that you're taking. So when, when something is shifted and moved and, uh, 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 you know, changed without your uh, permission or without your uh, knowledge beforehand, don't get upset. Don't get upset about it. Just sit back and be like, okay, there's, I gotta, there's another route to take. There's another path I need to take. There's a reason for this. And nine times out of ten, that reason, while it may not feel comfortable, it's going to be in your best interest all the time. So just make up your make up your mind today that you're going to trust God and you're going to trust the process. That you're going to trust God and you're going to trust his process for your life. Don't vacillate on what he's called you to do. Move forward. Honey?
1: Don't let the muffin get in the way of the mission. You can't let the muffins in life get away and get in front of the mission. Some of us, you laugh at the muffin. I laugh at your excuses. Some of us, you laugh at the muffin. I laugh at your indecision. Some of us, you laugh at the muffin, but you're just trifling. You won't show up to a meeting. You won't show up to an airport. You won't show up to anything that you're supposed to be. You won't even make up your bed. You're late everywhere you go. Why? Because you're letting the muffin distract you from the mission. That's why you've got to make up your mind not to allow something so small to distract you from accomplishing something so big. Make up your mind. God bless you. God bless your families, And God most certainly bless your dreams.